Hello and welcome to season three, episode three, 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 three of Never Go Full Nelson. Uh, I am Nick Nelson, the co-host, uh, joined as usual by my father, Ben Nelson, the other co-host. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. what's going on? What's going Nothing on, much. my man? What you, doing? What, what you doing? Growing hmm. a beard, you know. Oh, you're growing hair, facial hair. Growing, yeah, just growing a beard. Yeah, I do the same thing I do with uh, my yard out front. I mean, I I am uh, well known for having a yard that looks like shit. So <laughs> I'm trying to grow my beard the same I, way. I have I have adopted that. I have oh, adopted that. You're you're welcome. And uh, so <laughs> so the key is when it gets dry, you don't fucking water it. Which I now I'm like, oh, I'm doing something really cool for the environment by having a shitty looking yard. Uh, yeah. So, but anyway. So that's what I do with my beard. I just keep cutting it and it stunts its growth. So I keep it about, I don't know, what do you call it? A one or, or there, there's numbers. That's what I keep thing. my lawn at. I know you're not supposed to do that with your lawn, but yeah, I go straight to a one on the lawn. I'm like, <laughs> I don't feel like doing this for a while. You <laughs> <laughs> get dirt flying up. <laughs> <laughs> Chunks of, I have moles in my front lawn. I have like a, a whole family of moles in my front lawn. Headless um, moles now. They're headless. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They're like it's like the secret of Nim when I go mow out there. The mow is coming, and they all fucking run for their lives. You know, yeah, they go to their big hiding place. Yeah, I haven't watched that in a while. Well, you know, I tried to watch it. it it's hard to watch now. The secret of Nim. I really? don't know why it is. I don't know why it. You know, I start watching it, and I'm like, ah, I know what's coming. This is too. This is too emotionally rending <laughs> cartoon. It's too much for me. It's, like, it's a cartoon about mice. Why? Why do I care? I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's what is that one terrible one from the eighties? It was like Watership Down or something. No, that was horrible. Yeah, that one's bad, right? Yeah, that was horrible. And yeah, it's good that we're talking about you know feeling bad for mice and stuff because I want to talk about you know toxic toxic masculinity, and I want to talk about this uh, article I, I shared with the article that I shared with you that this guy uh, Scott Galloway did about. Uh, from I guess he's got a show called No Mercy, No Malice. He's oh, like, that's I that guess, article you sent me. Yeah, that tough guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tough guy. He, uh, yeah, and I've I've also read some some uh, some critiques of his his that article was not well received, <laughs> and it wasn't just me. We got to be I'm, careful I'm, in this woke culture, man. Woke culture, uh, they'll come at you. No, they yeah, well, come well, at you. I, Hey, I even got, I even got a little, you know, and I, I'll cut him some slack mainly because, um, you know, having written some articles myself before, I know what it's like to have your article pared down to, you know, 400 words or 800 or whatever they're going to give you. Uh, so he was keeping it, you know, sh short and not sweet. Um, but anyway, yeah, his, his deal, I mean, and, and it's, I think it's an interesting question about, okay, well, you know, what is, what is masculinity? What is, um, you know, what is being a man about or whatever, um, that kind of thing. And, um, uh, I, I think those are fair questions or whatever, but uh, some of the things he drives at it's just kind of, I think I shared that with you kind of, um, and he, he makes some good points, you know, he makes some good points about the, you know, the, that it's a societal construct, you know, what is it? And, masculinity masculinity in general but he says in his eyes he says uh he says masculinity it's choosing skills to aggregate strength power and influence such that you can protect and advocate for others now that sounds good but i could fucking say that about anybody it doesn't take a guy how is that a masculine trait does that sound like a masculine trait to you or does that just sound like a powerful person yeah, I mean, I think women could do that too. I, I yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously indifferent about that shit. I mean, I, I, why is this picking that up? What the? F Hold on a second. Sorry, I had to fix that real quick. <laughs> no, okay. I'm having technical difficulty. I got to buy a new fucking unit here. This thing's a piece of shit. Um. Anyways, uh, no, I, I agree. I, I think. Look. I was having, the, we had this conversation before and, and, you know, honestly, my opinion on it is, okay, let's talk about social, like it, as human beings, we live in a social environment, right? Yeah. We are social, yeah. we are social creatures, but we're one of few animals who dictate what our social environment norms are, 
right? Yeah. yeah. And then and and throughout history, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we were powdering our faces as men, wearing high heels and wigs, and uh, you know, slapping each other with gloves. Like I say that, you know, like yeah. like all noble, like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, There's that was masculine, masculine right? about that. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but it, that was considered masculine back then. That's a good you know point. what I mean? That was a masculine that behavior. Was, that was being a gentleman. Yeah. You know, whatever, yeah exactly. You know. So, you know, I mean, I really, I think what it is, is th- there's like a cusp of Gen X and definitely the younger into the older baby boomers, our generations that are having a hard time letting go of what being a man is. And I think, I think. There's two things here. There's masculinity and then there's toxic masculinity, which toxic masculinity is just the the hyper masculine characteristics that are obviously not to sound redundant, toxic, right? They're toxic well, to our relationships, they're toxic to our, you know, well, our let's say let's 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 drill down a little bit on that. Let's say that uh, you think that uh, you know being a being a guy is being the tough guy, being the strong guy, telling your your wife or your girlfriend what to do, how to wear hair, you know, bullying her, being real physical, throwing people around. Yeah, I'd say that that that's all pretty toxic. Yeah. Uh, gaslighting, you know, people, um, you know, and just mis- misusing, bullying people. Yeah, that doesn't make you a man. No. you know, to, to use your strength or what do you consider to be strength like that? I think that that strength and masculinity has a lot to do with choosing, you know, when and how and, and defending, defending people weaker than you, I think is the, you know, is, yeah, I, is and these are masculine behaviors and women can, can show masculine behavior. Uh, just like men can have, uh, you know, feminine uh, qualities or characteristics, you know, or show well, their, yeah. in air quotes, feminine side, you know what I mean? Which, which yeah. is kind of like this, I don't know how the you phrase it, but it's like this, uh, it's what socially we've determined as masculine and feminine. You at, know this, I mean? at, this, at this moment in time. Yeah, you're right. And that's a good point that, that we craft these things. I think the animal world and everything, they evolve different ways. Sometimes, you know, I guess, um, you know, whatever the primates and everything like this kind of decide whether they're going to have what kind of hierarchy they're going to have and how they're going to behave. That's, that's evolutionary. But but I think, I think what we do socially is a part of our evolution, uh, socially our social evolution, you know? And sometimes it does circle back around again to fucking Neanderthals. You know what I mean? But I think overall, you know, I think a lot of what happens is a lot of the older generation sees the new generation wanting to make changes socially to their environments that they feel fits their needs and then how they're feeling. And time after time, the older generation's like, oh, these fucking kids, we, uh, these fucking change, they keep leaving things the way they are, you know, and they don't like, yeah. people don't like change, man. People, people don't, don't like, like change. change. People hate change, man. They want the status quo. And you're right. That's, that's kind of what's going on right now is that, you know, with equality becomes this, this, you know, the water rises and water seeks its own level. And then all of a sudden, these traits that we call masculine and feminine, all of a sudden, they're just they're just traits. They're not, they yeah. don't have a title and, or you can still call them masculine or feminine, but it, it, it doesn't have a negative connotation one way or the other. I don't think so. I, I think there are masculine traits and there are feminine traits, you know, um, I, I think physically and emotionally and, um, you know, when it comes to, to, to what determines what kind of person and or man or female you want to be. Well, you know what and, I mean? yeah, yeah. And this guy's article, he, you know, like I said, he does make some good points, which he, he points out that these we'll call them, I won't even call them lone wolf, but, but the, the, you know, if you're a young man and uh, you're, you're alone and you don't have any relationships and, you know, you start going on social media and you start hating and, and stuff like that. They got a word for those. They got a yeah. word for those guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, with a oh, shit. You mean Kind of incel kind of guys. Incels, yeah, they're incels. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and and so and that that's he's got a problem with that mainly because he, he doesn't refer to him as toxic. I don't think, but he's like, hey, look, and in his some of his solutions are like, look, number one, get educated. Yeah, yeah, get educated, get some education. Now, in the way he says these things, they aren't too good. But he goes, and one of these things, he's like a three way, three way, uh, uh, 
you know, course to get your masculinity back, kind of, so to speak, start making money. We live in a capitalist society. The, the way to make a lot of money is just to start making some. Now, I've, I'm hoping that that was just an oversimplification because the way he was writing, because, that, you know, that's not how you make of, money. That's not that, how you make money. No, no. But, <laughs> you know, how, how I about hate these finding, fucking get- well, even how about finding, you know, meaningful work that means a lot to you? Fuck, that's, that's, it's, yeah, that's a more important. And I, you know, if he says, no, that's pussy talk. No, that's more important. You know, have, making money is making money. That's fine. But there's a lot of fucked up ways to make money that don't make you a man. I mean, selling no. drugs, you know, I mean, all kinds of different ways to do taking that, advantage of people and yeah, fucking ripping people, people off, no, ripping people no, off, scamming people. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that doesn't make I took you your advice, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I took your advice. I'm, it's I'm gotta be meaningful shit. work. I think, you know, I mean, it really does. I, I think, I think even if you wanted to go deeper than that, having any kind of meaning to what you're doing in life, you know what I mean? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you like being a bum and and working for free and doing charity shit you know what i mean maybe that's what you like doing you know maybe maybe you don't have to work maybe you're a trust fund baby and you know fuck it dude as long as there's some kind of meaning to your life i think that's more important than making money i i'm realizing that that like because even people who make money who don't have any meaning to their fucking life is they're fucking miserable man they're literally miserable people yeah that that, when when money becomes that that meaning there's something you, you, you're slipping and th- and that's a real easy thing to say when you're comfortable or at least that partially comfortable and you got food on the table and stuff like that i mean that gets yeah. a given but uh it ain't everything it really isn't and i gotta tell you i mean tv character wise and uh person wise you know i mean the the people that i i really respect are the people who who have that uh, really cool calmness. They're compassionate. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've been watching that, that um, TV show on Netflix, uh, uh, Ozark. Mm-hmm. Is Jason, Jason Bateman's character in there is, is what I would call the, the guy, the, the, the I don't man. know. I think he's kind of a spineless shitbag in that, in that show. Really? I mean, I think, I think he completely sh- has no backbone at all. He doesn't stand up for his beliefs. He has the beliefs, but he's just so fucking scared of standing up to his wife or anybody else that he just, he, he just gets walked the fuck over that whole show, that whole, especially the yeah. last, yeah. the last end of the show. Did you watch the season? Oh yeah. Finale? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spoilers, if you want to not hear this, uh, skip ahead, you know, three minutes. We won't keep it long. Yeah. Um, but uh, even then, I won't give it too much away. But, I mean, how did you yeah. feel about the very ending? Uh, you know, it could have went uh, a million different ways. And, and I knew it was going to kind of leave it, you know, uh, I'm a, surprised little they bit, let a little bit birds, ambiguous. I'm surprised but, they let the birds get away with everything. I'm surprised they did that. Yeah, yeah, they 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 did, but they didn't. The way I kind of saw it is that that this the trap, the the world that they were trying to get out of, they're not out of it, and they're never no. get they're never getting out of it. I don't think they want to get out of it. Wendy definitely does not want out of it. She enjoys where she is, uh, even even when they were like offering him to take over the cartel. He in, there was a part of him where he he was let down when he, when he, when Wendy took that away from him, you know, like, like he was let down that it wasn't what he was going to do because yeah. he, because he probably would have been pretty good at it. And what it really shows, I think, is that we're all capable of being those people. We're oh, all yeah. capable of oh, becoming like that. Yeah. In those yeah. situations. Well, I mean, that character, character in Indiana Jones and uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark where he says it would only take a small push to, to, to make you and I the same, you know? Yeah, I, 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 so there, was, there was there's that experiment that happened in the 70s where where they pretended like security guards and and prisoners, and it was just a college experiment, and it went way too fucking far because the, it it just shows that anybody in those positions, you know, it's like that other experiment where they were tricking people into thinking they were shocking people, you know what I mean? And they were yeah. just they, they started enjoying shocking people yeah. and yeah. hearing the people suffer from getting shocked. Yeah. I mean. 
we're sick fucking animals, dude. We're, we're some yeah. twisted shit. It doesn't, you know? doesn't, doesn't take long to get like that. Uh, one, one of the other things he says is, he can kind of stretch this, is number two for him is uh, get super strong. You want to be fit. You want to lift heavy weights, run for long distances in your mind and in the gym. You should be able to walk in any room. Check this out. You should be walk, able to walk in any room and believe that you can eat everybody's lunch in there or at least run away from them. <laughs> Does it say or at least run away from them? Or at least run away from them, you know? That says that at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, and, and so I, I'm like, well, given between those two choices, that's it? <laughs> Eat their lunch or run away from them? I mean, Look, you, you know, I, and then to continue with my point, for me, I think I think I have kind of a generic idea of masculinity, um, which is more of a noble sense of masculine masculinity for me uh it, it stems from watching tv shows like star trek and yeah, yeah. being the good guy being the hero um yes these guys are capable of handling themselves and taking care of themselves so maybe that's what he's trying to say you know because you can't you can't be you can't you know defend or protect people if you're not capable of it i don't know i mean but even yeah, yeah. But but like I said, but the only the problem I had with that number one is not everybody is physically capable of doing that, and I don't think that that should lessen the fact that their empowerment as a person. There's there are other ways to get to get where you need to be, and I, I don't know. I, I I guess I guess it depends on you know is somebody less masculine because they don't do that. I I, I guess you know I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean masculine. Uh. It, because look at women, look at Jesse Jesse Graff. I mean, holy shit, she's a badass. Some of these women are just super fit. I mean, super fit, super strong. I mean, really are. But they don't strike. But they don't wear it like that. It, to me, it's more kind of attitude. You know what I mean? It, it, I mean, what I mean, really, if we were to define what is it to be a man without it being. I mean, how do you define what is other than gender? What do you, what, how do you define what is, what is masculine? You know, what yeah, is, I, is it machismo? You know, is that's what, is that what's masculine? Machismo, well, like that macho it, attitude? It's almost like you've got to go to the, to the extremes of, um, we'll say masculinity or machismo in order to say, okay, well that, that's definitely something, uh, the toxic masculinity that we know that, that is. You know, if you ratchet it back, is that still masculine? Or, and and when you do, when you ratchet it back from it, all of a sudden it becomes, oh well, that's just a decent fucking person. I mean, because I was like thinking to myself, you know? like I was like, oh, you know, like I was trying to talk to my son Gavin, who, you know, he he's he's you know he's gender bender, uh, you know he he uh, you know he's kind of non-binary, he doesn't really exude any kind of gender, he wears makeup, but he also kind of has a beard, and he's just all over the place with it, you know, and he's, he's, he, I, I, he's homosexual, you know, and, and I, I, I thought, you know, it's like, you know, you know, I, I, my dad, you, you taught me things that I considered at the time to be masculine things because women didn't learn those things. You know, you taught me how to change a tire when I was fucking 10. I learned how to drive a dump truck when I was 12. You know, I, I went to job sites with you and construction and these were all considered you know, manly things, you know, and, and, you know, the, the you know, I, I'm not saying that women didn't learn these things from, from, from learn these things ever from their parents, but chances are, if they did learn it, they learned it from their dad, right? These are things that you would learn from your dad, traditionally more, speaking. More than likely. And, and maybe more importantly, I think it gets, it really gets confusing. There's a lot of stuttering on, on my part going on here because it's not simple. No, I mean, it's not. It's not simple. And I mean, because I, I started it, thinking about that for Gavin and I'm like, oh, well, you know, but I was like thinking to myself, is that what consider is that masculine behavior knowing how to do these things? Or is that just common knowledge for men that, that everybody should know? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, yeah, because you know what? I mean, Megan was like, I, when she started driving around a car, I'm like, okay, we're going to teach you how to change a tire, yeah. you know? And she didn't want to, I mean, she's like, eh, can I flag somebody down? No. <laughs> I would Absolutely rather you not. wouldn't. Absolutely not, you know. But you know, I mean, and, and like you said, some people just aren't 
There's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I don't think maybe the import, maybe the important thing is that, you know, maybe masculinity and femininity ex exists and they, maybe the definition of what that is, isn't as important as knowing that it's okay to be either way, no matter who you are and no matter what's your sexual orientation? It's okay to be masculine think, or yeah, feminine. I think, as long as you're not a toxic, poisonous fucking I, yeah, asshole. I think toxic traits are toxic traits, you know, yeah, regardless yeah. of the masculinity or the femininity. I think if you have toxic traits, uh, chances are they're probably across the board, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. There's some, there's some people who are really harsh and manipulative and just, just awful people. Um, and you know what? I mean... I'm not going to tribute that to, to any sexual orientation or anything like that. That's just being an ass. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean what was that? Uh, what was that? Die hard with a vengeance where he was like, God, you're such a, and Samuel was actually just like such a, what, what were you going to say? Go ahead. Say it. Motherfuckers. He thought he was going to drop an N word on him. And he's like, asshole. I was going to say <laughs> asshole. You're asshole. an asshole. But I, big, big A on that asshole. You're exactly. an asshole. Yeah. I don't know, man. Anyway, so I mean, it's it's a, uh, I I don't know, and, and we you know you see I've got Captain Fucking Kirk written down there because that's kind of like, you know, when when I was growing up, that was like, yeah, yeah, that's 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 a guy. But now some of the shit he was doing didn't age, didn't wear. Yeah, but think about well. we we have to remember that that was yes, even though if we don't consider it socially acceptable now. It was socially acceptable at one time to behave that way. Yeah. It really was. And that was the future that they thought was woke, by the way. Yeah. Is him acting that way. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. realistically speaking, I mean, he's pretty tame compared to James Bond. James Bond. Yeah. You know? James well, Bond. I still, I'm not going to lie. Rapist. I still, Serial rapist. <laughs> I still fucking idolize that guy. He hold even the 60s and 70s versions of him. I still hold a special place for that kind of a character in my heart. Even if some of it is toxic, I would never behave that way. You well, know what Sean, I mean? Sean Connery was the guy who was like, Oh man, pretty tough to watch. And I love those movies. I do. Not, I really but do. Not, but not those parts of it. Everybody, they're cringy. Because I think, I think we grow as humans. I think we're supposed to grow as a society and see, you know, it's okay. That's why I don't believe in burying like, you know, like, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to enjoy film and art for the time that it was and still appreciate that we've grown since then, right? Yeah. That's like this whole, right. this whole cancel culture where it's like, just don't show the movie anymore or cut that part out of the movie or what. Who knows what these people want to do? Well, but, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that, that we can watch a movie like 16 candles where he straight up date rapes her on that fucking movie. Right. Oh yeah. The, the oh, kid God. literally date rapes her, you know, and uh, you can watch that. And if you're watching it with your kids, you can look at your kids and be like, Hey, you guys know this is not okay behavior. Right. Right. Just making sure yeah, yeah. this is not okay behavior. They thought this was what, what teenagers and men. And, and there was this whole movement in the eighties, seventies. And for a long time where it was like the agenda of the man to get fucking laid. Like at all costs, yeah, yeah. I got to get laid at all costs. And that was like, that was like the theme for a lot of fucking teen movies for a really long time. I mean, was it? Well, no. And, and there's this group out there who think a group of uh, men uh, who, who think that, that, Hey, you know, it's okay for us to, to get that. However we, however we can, you know, I mean, they, they think that that's what it's all about. And, and it's, so that ain't cool. That, there are still big religious organizations who, like the LDS, for example, the Latter Day Saints. Yeah, they, the Mormons, truly believe. I was just talking to my client today. She was telling me her husband's parents are LDS and yada yada. And it's a fucked up fucking. It, you can tell it was written by a fucking dude, right? You know, fucking yeah, obviously yeah. it was written by a dude because basically you're paired up when you marry, right? And the men right. can pair with as many women as they want, but the women have to be with that one man. And if they divorce or lose that pair, they go to heaven perilous. And then they have to spend eternity alone. No like, apples. it's just like this. No, no apples, no oranges, only pears. Yeah. 
I don't know. She's used a term. I forgot what she said, but it was That's like par- they called it sweatshirt. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, they, they she said it was it wasn't pairing, but it was something like that. It was like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just like, and it's just it really is just an extremely sexist religion. Extremely yeah. sexist religion. Yeah, and you thought you know you talk about some a lot of organizations they think that that culture that they have and that that dogma that they have they 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 don't recognize how it's okay to grow and evolve over time you know and and it's like eh you know maybe we should kind of set that one aside that that's not who we are that doesn't make our religion who it is if yeah. that if that is what makes your religion unique and um um, you know, like Christianity. Oh, yeah. This, was that the sacrifice on part of people? You know, or, for- I, no, even Christianity is extremely fucking sexist. Think about it. Eve is the one that fucked it all up. Think about it. Mary Magdalene. Think yeah. about it. All of the women that are told in all these stories are just terrible fucking people, right? Mm-hmm. All yeah. the way to like the story of Arthur and how his sister was this manipulative witch, right? Mm-hmm. But really, if you really dive into that story, she wasn't. It wasn't. She was just, hmm. she just felt that she had, you know, uh, resp- she had, a, 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 her heir was legitimate to the throne also. Well, you know it's I mean? like, it's like, to me, look, look, look at the Catholic religion. Again, um, it, I, yeah, this is a critique. Okay. That's yeah, a critique. Uh, wh- why isn't there a woman Pope? Why can't, why can't the holy people be, be women. I mean, you know, I mean, how can because there's only one mother and that's the mother Mary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Why? But there's Why? all these Why? fathers, right? One Why? mother, all these fathers. Yeah. I mean, so, so, I mean, if you can't have that kind of equality, what, what? Why? It, what? It, yeah. was it Because we're still, we're still, and this is the problem I have with religion. I, I, you know, I, I, give me one second. One second. I'm going to grab some ice. You want some ice? No, it's, okay, I'm good. Let me get you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw me some ice through the through <laughs> awesome. the microphone. Here's where we have the music. I'd like to say a little commercial here for everybody. Don't you ever wonder? Ever uh, you know when you have uh, uh, problems when your seawall is falling in? Who do you call? You know, you got to call somebody who knows what they're doing. I think the people at Nelson Marine Construction can do you a good job with that. They can go out there, they can send someone out to evaluate your seawall. I'm not going to do this. I can't. I just can't. I can't do a self-serving. Can't do it. I just can't do it. But the, I, was trying to do a, I was trying to do a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> was it for your company at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just kind of gave up. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm too bu- We're too busy anyway. Now just call somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> when you fuck said that shit, you're like, I was like, do you uh, want to do any just, commercials? Uh, and you're like, no, no, I actually don't. Uh, you know, I can't I, handle we, any more business at yeah, this point. Yeah, we could help you out, but I'm just, uh, I'm just too busy for that shit. I can't be done. Can't be, can't be bothered with that. <laughs> you got to do what my people in the industry say. Books are closed. Books are, books, are books are closed. The books are closed. Everybody, everybody in their industry down here has been saying like, we're six months out, eight months, eight months out. You know, I'm like, oh, wow. Well, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> wish I was that, or- wish I was that organized to, to pop out a <laughs> fucking date. Eight months. Hmm. My calculations could be eight months off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. So, all right. So at, anyway, risk, at risk of, of, of ruining my personal relationships, I'm going to go ahead and go all in anyways. Um, so, so Ronan, my son, my nine-year-old son was wanting to go to a overnight camp this summer, right? And he's been talking about it since he watches this TV show and they're on an overnight camp. And, you know, of course, everybody, every child thinks they want to go to an overnight camp. Until just, they go, it's to, just like one one night. One no, no, like two weeks or something. Oh, some shit. yeah, it's one of those camp, uh, camp, yeah. summer camp, summer yeah, camp. summer camp. We never went to them because no, you reassured us. No, you guys, I promise you, it seems like a cool idea until you get there, and then you're gonna hate your fucking life. You don't want to go to a summer camp, especially in Florida. No, um, it's not it's not cool. <laughs> no, and kids are fucked up. I mean, I mean, if you if you're the if you're at the top of the heap, that's a fun time. But if you're not, 
Yeah. It's going to be a nightmare for you. Yeah. No. And, and so, but he's on this kick. He wants to go. And so his, his mother, and if you're listening to this, sorry. Um, and if you're listening to this, cool at the same time. <laughs> yeah, thank, you. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> I'll give you the, um, I'll give you the email address for us later. Yeah. Um, no, nah, pulled up a bunch of fucking religious camps, man. That's what she sent me. Like fucking three religious camps, you know, or they're like, you know, one picture they're like baptizing someone, another picture or another thing. They're like, it was like a worship camp, you know, and blah, blah. I'm, I'm not sending my eight year old fucking boy to a fucking Christian camp. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to, I wouldn't send an enemy of mine <laughs> to a Christian camp. This is, this was, this I'm punishing you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that didn't, first of all, that doesn't sound like fucking fun. Uh, no. Second of all, it sounds like indoctrination. Yeah. Uh, third of all, um, I'm not a fucking Christian. Why would I send my fucking kid there? Yeah. Uh, uh. And I had to have the conversation with him finally. I'm like, look, look, you, you know, I don't believe in God, right, Ronan? He's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, do, do you, do you consider me like, you know, at least a halfway intelligent adult? You know, he's like, yeah. I was like, okay, can, can I tell you why I don't believe in, in your religion? And it's not offensive and it's not, I'm not trying to talk you out of what you believe in. Cause yeah, I just want you to understand. I, I fully, whatever you choose to do, I fully support it because if it makes you happy, cool. You know what I mean? Cause you know, that's what, what life is about is being happy. Right. And you know, dad, you drove this into us as children a long time ago, the idea of the pursuit of happiness. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've, yeah. I've been preaching that since you told me 20 years ago, the pursuit of happiness. And I really do regardless if it's bullshit or not, believe, hope to believe that that's what the founders of this country really wanted. The idea of that, right? So, right. you know, I also believe in freedom of religion because of that. Because that, to me, right. is a part of the produce, per pursuit of happiness, right? Believe what you want to believe. Follow what you want to follow. As long as it doesn't affect other people, correct? You know, in yeah. a negative yeah. way. And, yeah. and, and, uh, so, you know, like I, I told him, I said, look, you know, my, my issue with organized religion, especially Christianity, I was like, first of all, what denomination are you? He's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, there's easily 25 different denominations of Christianity <laughs> easily. And you know what the fucked up part of it is? None of them agree with each other on any of it. <laughs> no, no. So and it's all pretty much goofy stuff too that they don't agree on. It's like yeah, it's like ritual fucking weird shit, man. You know they're all they're all reading the same fucking book, but they're all interpreting it different ways, right? I said, second of all, who, who do you think wrote the Bible? He's like, and he he nailed it. He was like, men. I was like, yeah, yeah, men wrote it. Uh, it's actually it's actually taken. Now I'm paraphrasing the actualities of it here. But I was like, you know, the, the Roman empire, which was still around back then, you know, second, third, you know, fucking AD type shit, you know, three, four AD. I don't even remember what it was. I think it was even later than that. I think it might've been 11 or 12 AD. Um, but I was like, you know, that they saw this huge movement of Christianity coming through after, you know, uh, supposedly I say supposedly lightly what happened in, in Jerusalem with Jesus Christ and the followers of Jesus Christ and all this stuff, which is, you know, so all there was this huge movement moving through mm-hmm. Rome, pretty much still at that time, kind of, kind of hand their hands everywhere, the mm-hmm. empire and whatnot. Um, but I think it was Constantine, right? Constantine, uh, or one of these emperors, you know, I was like, I was just like, basically they picked and chose what they wanted to put in this fucking Bible. Cause there was a lot of disciples of Jesus Christ and there was a lot of gospels and, you know, really the Bible is mostly <laughs> these people's interpretations of what they experienced with Jesus. Oh, you know, it, it is a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean so, so you're, if it, you're, if, it didn't, if it didn't fit with what they um, personally believed in and yeah. that did, if, if it wasn't something that gave them power, they didn't put it in there. No, no. I mean, uh, there's a is. whole, there's a, there's a whole, there's the Dead Sea Scrolls I told them about, you know, that weren't even included in the Bible, which were, uh, you know, Mary, even Mary Magdalene had gospels of her own of what she experienced with Jesus Christ. Do you think they would have put yeah. that in the fucking Bible? Oh, hell, hell no. no. Hell no. no. So, you know, I said, I said, so the problem I have 
isn't, is there a God? Isn't what happens, you know, when, is there a, you know, yada, yada, yada. The problem I have is this fucking book, this book mm. that everybody worships and idolizes that is written by men, controlled by men, interpreted by men and translated by men all yeah, across the yeah. board, fucking hands in it. And the one thing I know from my age, how old I am is people, if they will, a, do whatever they can to control other people and be definitely use religion to do so. I oh, said, yeah. Oh, yeah. so, you know, I said, I said, look, so if you want to believe in it, great. Uh, to keep the story short, you know, so we can move on. But I was like, you know, if you want to believe in it, great. Uh, that's, that's on you. I support you, but I, I, I warn you, I give you this one warning. I said, I said, if you're ever in a situation where you ask questions about where you're at and they s- either deny your questions or tell you you're not supposed to ask questions like that. Fucking run. <laughs> Get yeah, the fuck out. Yeah. Get well, the fuck it's, out. It's, because... it's important for him to. Uh, I think it's important for him to know. I I would certainly stress to him that people are people, and there are good people and bad people who believe all kinds of things. And just because you believe something or don't believe something doesn't make you a bad person necessarily. Um, now. Uh, you know, and, and, but like you said, I mean, I think that this all touches on, you know, even our talk, talk about masculinity and everything like this talks about the expression of freedom. Uh, it points to, you know, you should, people should all have the freedom to uh, pursue that happiness. And as Democritus back in uh, 400 BC, he was one of the first ones to say like, yeah, you know what, that that's the purpose of life. Yeah, happiness. And, he's the uh, one that came up with that. Yes, yes. Yeah, he says, and his he name said, is Democritus. Democritus, like yeah, as in democracy. He was a <laughs> look him up. He's a cool ass guy. Really super smart. Mm. Really more of a scientist than a philosopher. Uh, he these were pre pre Plato pre Socrates, uh, and uh, he 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 described it. He says, "Man, you know what? A life without happiness is a long road without an inn." Mm. yeah yeah and that it is it's true if you have no happiness in your life man that's a long fucking i feel I, I have friends and family who have a hard time you know like i i, I do i really do they they have a hard time you know like like I don't, i'm not gonna call them out but you know i have family members that are like uh, i've just i've never been happy devoid like, regard- of joy yeah, devoid I, like, of joy completely yeah. and and you know I go through bouts of depression, you know, and I I go through serious bouts of it and I go through anxiety, but the, my one saving grace of all of it was there are things that I find joy in. Yeah. Yeah, man. Seek seek that stuff out as long as it's not fucking with somebody, you know? Yeah. Just don't, don't hurt anybody or say anything like that (laughs) because some people are like, Oh, this is cool. No, it's not. You know, I just, I feel bad for people that don't have that. You know, and I, I don't understand it. I'm not, I've never been good at, at, I don't have the skills to talk to people and make them feel better about that stuff. Because for me, my solution is just, just go do what makes you happy. I don't understand. Just go, yeah, go be happy. Yeah. I have a hard time with it. Some you know? people are, some people actually don't have the equipment to get there. Um, you know, I mean, that's, it's, it's tragic. It really is. I mean, so, I mean, but if they don't know what it is, I, I guess it's like not not knowing what the color red looks like. So they're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. But but uh, I don't know. As I I think I've told you this more than probably out too way too many times. I used to one of the things I used to tell you guys is like, hey, life's an all you can eat buffet, buddy. Go out there and try it. Yeah. You know. And you know what? It's like you said, the buffet thing is about you try this. Eh, I don't, don't care for that. Well, the thing that always stuck with Walk me. Walk the was, fuck away, man. Yeah. The yeah. thing that always stuck with me was was what you told me about just the, the like I, like I said with the pursuit of happiness in American politics, you know, and about the government's role. You know what I mean? And and you always use the uh, tuba player as <laughs> as that. You know, you know, there, there's a guy, and what makes him happy is playing tuba, but it makes his neighbors incredibly unhappy. <laughs> so what do you yeah, do? Do you take yeah. the tubal away from him to make them happy? No, you say, okay, you can play as the go- the role of the government is to walk in and step in and say, you can play tuba from three o'clock to seven o'clock. He's allowed to play tuba from three o'clock, to seven o'clock. Uh, after that, you can't play fucking tuba. 
period. So, yeah, I, and, and that I, was I a really wrote, good analogy for the, the role of the government on that. I wrote it. I wrote a short story. Uh, uh, and I was in Georgia when I wrote it because I, we would go up when we go up to Georgia there, there was this one lady, uh, and it's called the pursuit of happiness. I mean, and there was this one lady up there and we go up there for peace and fucking quiet. It's beautiful. You sit on the back porch, this wraparound porch and you sit out there, you know how it is up there. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd be up there and all of a sudden, this lady, crank, crank, this lady cranks up this fucking leaf blower, like a friggin' tin horse baby. And, and I swear to God, it's Rain. like, Rain. Is one of the backpacks. He's wearing the yeah. backpack. Yeah. And I, <laughs> looks like and a ghostbuster out there. After about <laughs> friggin' 20 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck? I, I walk around a corner and I uh, kind of look down the, look down the way down there. And she's literally chasing individual leaves down this long ass driveway. And, and I'm like, what? I mean, it's not like a, a, a foot of leaves. She's, these are individual little leaves that she's kind of like hurting. He, she's hurting these leaves. And it's got to <laughs> be like a 700 foot long driveway. And I'm like, seriously. And you know what? It, it, I looked at her and you could tell. Was enjoying she herself. was content. <laughs> she was genuinely enjoying she was herself. Really content. She had her ear fear muffs on. And she was just that's that's her joy. Yeah. That's her joy. And you know, yeah. Did I want to go take that from her? Yeah, I did. Because yeah, she was in, <laughs> she was in but if she was doing a three o'clock in the morning, be a different story. Yeah, yeah. You know, and people are gonna blow their leaves or whatever. And of course I'm like, God damn it. But you know what? I mean, you know. Go go find yourself a set of headphones, I guess, right? And kick back and listen to some music while it's happening. I guess that's we got neighbors sometimes, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, or you know, uh, I mean, as long as she's, uh, I'm sure there's a noise ordinance there for a reason, you know. <laughs> oh, there's no noise ordinances in Georgia. There's no, they don't have shit like that in Georgia. Like, yeah, but you know what works ordinance? up there? If I if I get really hung up on something, I'll just take a little short jaw up there, and I'm like, hey. Hey, how you doing? You know, can you shut that off for a second. Yeah, here's three hundred bucks. <laughs> I'll give you this three hundred dollars, but you can't crank that fucker up for four days until I'm, I'm out of here. I'm gonna be here for four days. <laughs> you want it? Then <laughs> it should be like, okay. Do you know what the difference? I, I go, no, no, no. Give me it. I get it's mine. I get to hold that. I'm really I'm holding it. When I leave, you get this back. You get this back. <laughs> See, that's the difference. See, that that right there just shows that happiness is more important to you than money. Right there. Oh. You just said it. You oh, just yeah. said it right there. Right. Just Money's right just there. a fucking vehicle, man. That's all yeah, it is. I think it's so not, too. Yeah, it's just a vehicle. Get there. It's a necessity. It is a necessity. In this yeah. in this particular uh, situation that we find ourselves humans in. Yeah. I mean, until we get into this Star Trek future that we'll never get to, money will always be a necessity. But um, it's not. It it's weird because I've always been highly disturbed by the disease of greed. You know, it's 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 always been terrifyingly disturbing to me because it is so infectious, and it's like a disease. This greed and this this. And I've always just been so fascinated how people who you think would genuinely could have been really decent human beings just get kind of entranced by this idea of it. And they just, it, it poisons them. I don't, I've never, I've never personally experienced it or been affected by it. I've always, always been kind of like you, you know what I mean? Even when I didn't have money, it was still it was still just like a stepping stone for me to get to the other places that I wanted to be. There was never a hoarding gene in me. I've never been a hoarding person. I don't hoard things. I just, yeah. I, yeah. You're, um, your grandpa, my dad, um, he used to tell me my, he was not like that, Yeah, <laughs> but, but he said his father was, um, the, uh, your great grandpa, father my grandfather uh chris nelson the guy who would just walk up to people and punch their face off you know yeah but he did in a very masculine and noble way no it was (laughs) they had it coming i mean yeah exactly it wasn't just this is back in in the late 1800s and this was this was a rough and tumble thing this is a guy there's this one story i don't think i've ever told you about where 
they were raising hogs. You know, my, the, our, our family was out there, dad and all his brothers. And you know what they say uh, about hard, hard, I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. Be wary of a man who raises hogs. Okay. Yeah, that's true. In this instance, you'll see why. Uh, (laughs) And they said, uh, and they did, but they had, they were subsistence farmers. They, they raised hogs because they didn't want to starve to death. Uh, And so, and of course there wasn't any way to cool, keep it cool or anything. So they'd have to buy a bunch of ice to cool it down to until they canned the, Canned hog. Uh, they had the can. They had the can. Everything, you know. Man, that's what that's called. Or smoke it, you know. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Can exactly. Him. Exactly. And so they. Um, anyway, uh, there some of their one of their hogs ended up missing there, and of course, Chris heard through the grapevine who had it, and they they all hopped on the buggy and they took the kids. And, and my dad told me this story. He and his uncle Charlie uh, and his brother Charlie. Well, it was Charlie and Chris, right? There was Chris Jr. It was Chris Jr. Well, there was Robert, Chris, Charlie, and dad, my dad Ben. Uh, but anyway, that they were older and they were off. And but uh, my dad and Charlie were just really close because my dad was like eight and his brother was like twelve or thirteen, and they were just right in the back of the truck because they were like they knew it was going to happen, mm-hmm. and so they they you know and of course they pulled up there and this is word for word out of you know, some of the, my dad's memoirs there. He says, and they pulled up to the guy's house and, and Martha, Martha was my grandma's name. He says, she says, don't, don't, don't make any trouble. He says, there won't be any trouble. And he walks in, walks up, knock door, knock, 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 knock. Nobody came to the door and he started knocking harder. And finally the woman came to the door. She goes, what do you want, Chris? And she goes, I want to see Neeland. And, uh, and she goes, he's not here. Yeah, he is. He's here. Tell him to come out. <laughs> and, he, and he would just stay persistent. And and so, of course, the, the didn't two raise boys, his voice. Yeah, the didn't. Two, no, no. The two, two two boys were in the back of the truck. They were like, like we know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And they were just really glad it wasn't them, you know. And yeah. so, so he said, the the guy finally came to the door. Chris, I don't want no trouble. No trouble. What'd you do with my hog? And he says, I didn't take your hog. I'm going to ask you one more time. Where's my hog at? He says, Chris, I ne-, never got out of his mouth. And he just knocked all his teeth out, knocked him right back through the door, turned around, got back in the truck. And as my dad says, he just went, no trouble. <laughs> he didn't now, have no trouble. I'm saying, not saying that's cool in this day and age, but back then, if that kept, I mean, somebody, from, if that kept somebody from stealing your hogs. Can I, can I be honest? Can I be yeah. honest? Yeah. I, I think it's cool in this day and age. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying that violence is the answer. No. But I'm saying that sometimes... I choose yeah. violence. <laughs> well, you know, it, and I get like that. Yeah. Um, I but, definitely but I kind of go... Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to make that conversation a little longer. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm going to drill down a little bit. I'm going to Sherlock Holmes, the shit out of that thing. No, I'm I feel out like another way, you know, what's weird. I feel like we are the evolution of our ancestors truly mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. because our grandfather was just a step lower than that, but you know, still short fused. Oh, still, still a hard man. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah. Still has had violent tendencies. I'm sure of oh, the equipment's there. Yeah. And then a step down from that, there was you, you know, but you found outlets for it. You took karate and Kung Fu, you know, and, um, uh, noticed something that was there, you know, Oh, Mm. this isn't, I don't want to be like my grandfather and my father. I want to be, you know, a respectful, noble person, you know? And then, you know, our, then your children, us, you know, we see it, we recognize it. And so maybe there is an evolution there. Well, know? and I think it maybe, maybe it was more cultural than that because he was really super well-respected. Um, and, and, but they know he was no nonsense. And, and I kind of hope, I hope to a certain extent that, that it may be uh, socially around and business-wise, people kind of think maybe the same thing about me. I hope I hope I'm at least partially respected, and and that people know that. Uh, yeah, well, I, like I mean, fun. I'm, I'm going to tell I you, like fun, but I don't, nobody's going to be fucking with me. Yeah, they're no, just, no, they're just not. They're just not, and it's not for that exact same reason. But it's you know they're. 
there's different ramifications that are acceptable this day you, and age. You know, when I realized it, Dad, I realized it because Neil and I got fucked with so much, man, growing up. Uh, we grew up in Bonita Springs, which is fucking either either you were one of four families who had been there for fucking 60 years, like my family. There was Nelson's. Uh, there were some really shitty families like the Skinnerds and the fucking sh- other shitty families like that. Then there were the Pipers and uh, well, there might have been one other family there. Hopes, or, pipe, hopes, yeah, Pipers, Harvards. Yep, yep. Yeah. Or, or, or you, you were, you know, part of, you know, a Mexican family who imported in mm-hmm. or you were fucking white trash, man. I'm just going to say it. And, and I don't care if I fucking get canceled for saying that they were white trash people, man. And you know what? Some of them didn't want to be white trash. It was just where they were at their lives. And that's just, that's the part of town they were in, man. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, us being a part of one of the few families that had been there for a while, we weren't a rich family, but we were, we were cultured, we were textured, and we had embedded ourselves. You and grandpa had embedded yourselves into the community there. So even though we weren't what you would consider traditionally rich people, we were influential in the 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 city there. We, you guys were, you and Grandpa yeah. were extremely influential, and so uh, Neil and I, growing up, we got targeted big time by all of the local riffraff. Um, everybody wanted a piece of me and Neil, man, hmm. and we had a really hard time growing up because we walked, you know, almost two miles. I don't want to sound like the old fart. But we did. We almost walked two. It was like about a mile and a half, almost two miles to get to middle school. And that was a treacherous fucking mile and a half, man. Every day, every fucking day, man. It was something. Wow, I, I didn't realize that was that hard, man. I'm sorry. It was, no, it was really hard. Right. You know, I mean, you know, you, you were, you know, <laughs> you were focused, you know? Yeah. I was working. Yeah. yeah. You know, you were yeah. a single parent and you were focused and, and, you know, Neil and I knew that. And Neil and I knew that we had to. Yeah, I'd you know, come home and be like, "What is all that grass doing in your hair?" You know, and you guys would be like, "It was tough, fuck, man. It was fuck. fuck, it did. It was fucking tough." I still have trauma and issues because of that walk. And hmm. but you know what? Uh, you know, I remember. I remember. I remember the day it changed for me. I I, I remember the fucking day. We were at a peewee, we were playing peewee football and, and Neil and I were out there and we were just getting our fucking asses handed to us and you pull us aside. Okay, guys, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not trying to psych you out here, but I got to tell you something. You guys are being really timid and I just, I want you, look at your brother. I remember you saying this, look at your brother. Cause you guys are the same size. Look at your brother. You see your brother. You see how much bigger he is than that kid? Yeah, fucking prove it. Show how much bigger you are than that kid, because you're bigger than him, and you're letting him push you around. Don't let him do that. And I remember looking at Neil, and I remember looking at the other kid and being like, "Holy shit, Neil is way bigger than that guy." And, you know I'm, not afraid, and I'm not afraid of you, Neil. <laughs> yeah, I'm not afraid of Neil. <laughs> and so I'm, I went out there, and I was, I just, and it, everything, my whole perspective, everything changed for me. I was like, "Holy shit, I am like bigger than fucking everybody else." And I remember, I remember being 18 or 19 and I walked into that fucking Pickwick there that used to be on the corner of that fucking place, man, where we always used to get shit. And I saw my fucking middle school bully there. I, remember oh, I saw him there, man. Nice. This fucking piece of shit. I and mean, this guy was a real scumbag. I'm going to say his fucking name on here. His name is Raymond Tyree was his fucking name. He was my fucking middle school bully. That's a, he, that just sounds evil. It does, right? Raymond yeah. Tyree. Hmm. That's a fucking terrible name, isn't it? Yeah. He went to jail for raping his sister, right? Oh my God. He was in a gang. Um, he's a real piece of fucking shit. And I, to this day, to this day, mother, you better, you better hope I never see this guy again. But I saw him in that fucking gas station and I was behind him and I was easily a foot and a half taller than him at this point. Hmm. And uh, I remember just standing over him, steaming, breathing down his neck. <laughs> and I could feel the terror in him. I could just feel him. He was terrified. He was fucking terrified. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to. So you, you, know what Ronan, you know what Ronan would tell you right now? See, there is a God. 
<laughs> no, I mean, but there is justice in at times, right? I mean, you know, it, it was hard, to- man. It was hard. Uh, it, you know, it took a long time to work through that shit, man. I did. Uh, I still have issues with it. I don't like bullies, man. I think I know, like, man. But, but you know what? It. You're you're a. I I was never. Like I said, I, I and I'm no, I I probably shouldn't be as proud as I am about this, but that when me and Lori and uh, that other couple went up to that bar, that rooftop bar, and you were bouncing up there, God damn, you handled yourself like a fucking boss, man. And you, you <laughs> just—I remember when we got in that elevator, and I got—I was about ready to whip that kid's ass, and uh, and all of a sudden the doors just opened up. You just opened the doors up, and you're like, "Hey, you!" Out. <laughs> And the kid was like, oh, the kid, all of a sudden, the kid's attitude was like, <laughs> yeah, that was something you told me, man. We've talked about it in the show. Like the, it's, it's some people have the ability to, and I don't mean this in a demeaning way, but some people have an ability to exude authority over other people. And it's, it's something, it's a skill. It's an actual skill that I <laughs> saw you do a million times. I seen you do it at work. I saw you do it at uh, political meetings. I seen you do it to complete fucking strangers. I've seen some really scary people walk up to us or walk up to your job sites. And I saw you just verbally fucking manhandle them. Just like authority. I am an authority over you, even though you weren't. You technically aren't. Yeah. And, um, it was something I learned a long time ago from you. And it was something that was, uh, it was very important for me to, to learn, to, it took, it took violence to understand it. And unfortunately it really well, did. Yeah. And, and, um, it, um, I, I know what you're talking about and it, it's an unusual thing. It's, it just, you, and it has to be real from inside you. You can't pretend to, no, it's not, to it, do it, that. People see no, through it. It comes, it comes from deep inside somewhere. And I don't know where that it's confident is, is just mega confidence. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I can't even tell you where that comes from, but you, you believe in yourself and you believe in that and it comes out and yeah. that, that other creature is gonna, is gonna be like, okay, all right, cool. I, I got it. And you know, it's not, it's not bullying. It's not, it's just, no, it's, it's- it's the antithesis to bullying. It's just, it's just kind of setting it straight. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the this, deal. This is, yeah, this, there, there are, there are options on the table here. Yeah. This is not going to happen. Like and you this. get this is, one of those options on. because this is the option I'm allowing you to have. Yeah, and and yeah. it is kind of controlling and it is, maybe it is a form of toxic masculinity. I don't know. Maybe that is my form of toxic masculinity, but I, I don't find think it's, I don't think it's toxic. I don't because the, the may, maybe the definition of toxic depends on it, maybe the ends does justify the means. I, I don't know because you know I mean because uh, what you're that doing close to me do consider me they 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 say Nick you know certain people are even my loved ones have been intimidated by me uh, in a, in a negative way not in like a good way. And it's something that I've kind of struggled with because I don't want to scare people I care about. And I have no intentions on ever harming anyone, especially people I care about. Mm. So, you know, um, so this is the catch 22, right? There's that. There's this idea that I, I'm kind of looked at even my therapist, you know, said, are are you a violent person? And I was like, well, I, you know, have I resorted to violence and, and situations, you know, where I felt that I was either protecting myself or people around me or whatever. Yeah, I have. Does that make me a violent person? I don't know. You know, um, have I, have I gotten in trouble, you know, because of violence a couple of times? Yeah. Um, but the caveat to that is, is everyone who spends time with me, a lot of time with me, they also feel safe around me. You're not a violent person. I don't think uh, that I there's am. A, but. There's, a, there's a difference. There's a there's a difference, um, and it's all about you know uh, being able to consciously. Another one. Another violent people don't have empathy. You have empathy. I'd like to think I mean, that I do. I, I you have. Do. A, you do. You you I you know I've a million times I've seen it where you're like ah, you know uh, you know you 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 feel for people. Yeah. And because of that, you know, I mean, a violent person doesn't. They, they just, they feel the need to be violent. Yeah. And it, to, 
where I got to be, I uh, like again. I, I'm sorry to keep saying this thing. I guess I'm because I am advertising uh, <laughs> my writing. My writing. Uh, by I, I wrote this this short story called My Father's Toolbox, and that's yeah. what this is about. Is that my dad had a box of tools in it, and there was one tool in it, and it was a fucking hammer. And I'm I mean this this is metaphorically, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what he did. He just beat the shit out of stuff, and not with his fist so much as as just you know verbally he was he was rough yeah um and you you didn't get to see that side of him because you were his grandkid but but i inherited uh, it unfortunately you i did. have moments where i can be extremely verbally abusive to people so so <laughs> with i i have the same toolbox yeah. but there's other tools in there and so you know the metaphor is is that yeah that is that the first tool that that part of me wants to go for is to just go in there and get that hammer. It's, yeah. Sometimes it is the first tool that I do grab too. Well, and, and, but yeah, I, I am like, Nope, that's not the, that's not the right tool for this job. And yeah. it, and that, that, that knowledge is what separates us from um, our predecessors or, or, and uh, they were, they were good and honorable people, but it was just a more violent time then. And, and, uh, and I still think right, it is a violent yeah. time still now. I think we yeah. are getting closer. So, I mean, to answer your question before we cancel this here, I mean, uh, this <laughs> cancer ourselves. Oh, okay. <laughs> before, before we end this uh, episode, <laughs> does this, does all of this behavior, do you think that that denotes masculinity? I, I don't know. I, 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 um, the the old me probably by that I mean me of uh, thirty years ago would have said, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but now um after after having met so many people in my life uh women men um I, genderless I, I I don't think yeah yeah and and I don't I don't think that that necessarily means what it did to me anymore. Uh I think that people can do what we were talking about asserting confidence uh, in authority, you can be you can be a man or. I've woman. seen female judges straight up just fucking own people, man. Fuck, own people because they have that authority. Scary. Yeah, scary. Yeah. So, so no, I I have a hard time saying it like that. But, I'm yeah yeah, but I mean, I can they know. do I don't it? Know. I really can they do don't it know. when they're not setting up up in the judge chair, though? I mean, and, I don't know. and you know what? And here I am in the same position as uh, when the conservatives were were drilling that judge about define woman. I'm still, I'm doing the same kind of dance, man, because I'm, it ain't that easy. Yeah. It ain't that easy. You know I mean? It's, you know, they can be like, Oh, it's a, it's a creature with a, no, is it? Because if you don't have that, are you not? a Well, it's not an easy question. And I think it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be an easy question. I think man. we're kind of in a limbo right now in society. You know, it's like, I keep saying this. I said this to my clients today and I, I'm going to keep saying it. it's a weird time to be alive, man. It really is a weird time to be alive. But you know what? I mean, looking back at our history, maybe it's always been kind of a weird time to be alive. It's always been really <laughs> weird. But it's just that, you know, people have had the same behaviors and the same habits, but uh, the, um, the you know, people who were transgender or gay or, or whatever, um, they had to hide for the yeah. most part, you know? I mean, and which was it? It, it? People act like, oh, this is new. No, it's not. This is the way human beings are. And so they, they shouldn't have, people shouldn't have to hide who they are. There was a time that literally, uh, I forgot which ancient city it was. Maybe it was Sodom and Gomorrah. I don't know. It was one of the fucking crazy ones where they were like really genuinely scared that human race was going to stop procreating because of how much, uh, you know, homosexuality there was going on at the time. This is not a new thing. This is something yeah. humans have always had a part of their, their, our existence has always been, you know, this idea that, that there are, that we, that human beings are attracted to different things. Some of them are acceptable. Some of them not acceptable. And I, and I'm talking about pedos, pedophiles and animal, you know, bestiality and shit like that. That stuff is not acceptable. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I, I, it's a scary time, but uh, there are some, uh, wonderful people out there still. I think that we're on the cusp of uh, anytime you're on the cusp of something wonderful, there's, there's pushback, yeah. um, vi- violent pushback sometimes. And I think that maybe that's where we're at. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that Star Trek um, future you're talking about. 
maybe, maybe we're fighting to get there. Maybe that's what it is. And, and if it, if so, yeah, I'm on board, man. I don't know. I don't yeah. think the uh, earth is going to survive it. I just don't see us. I don't, you know, like, like I said, you know, I, we've had the conversation about climate change and with Ronan, my own son, my youngest son, you know, he gets it. You know, his exact words is, it is getting pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and, and uh, maybe things will happen almost too late or maybe too late. I don't know. It's, maybe, the scientists maybe, are, they say it's already too late. They're like, we're maybe, like, what are we yeah. going to fucking do now? What are we well, going to do? Well, I, I think that there's a, a technological solution to the thing that we'll end up having to terraform our own planet because we're cockroaches and we're, we're evolvers. So we yeah. will survive the planet planet's fucked. Yeah. Animals but, on the uh, planet. Yeah. They're fucked there. We got, but, we got nothing but a giant zoo. Now that's pretty much what we don't have any wildlife anymore. But there's a, they, it's kind of like in Iceland. They're, they're, uh, they're, they've developed the system where they take carbon out of the air. Like uh, these big factories, they're doing it. And that's what it's going to take. You know it's why? It's going to take. It's going to take us no the reverse. Of trees in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's cold as fuck. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Yeah. All right, man. Well, this is a good time, man. And uh, thank you for the, the. This has been a a very adult and stimulating conversation. Yeah, and you know what? I want our listeners to know too. A little sort of sort of I want our listeners. <laughs> I want our listeners to to know too that we did we did have a very important guest scheduled this week. Um, nice. some, some, we had some tech complications, so we have rescheduled, but there are going to be tomorrow, tomorrow, I'm going to say it. I'm going to fucking drop it. I have Ike Taylor coming in tomorrow that I'm tattooing. Okay. Anybody who watches yeah. football in the nineties and two thousands knows who Ike Taylor is. Okay. I'm going to bring him into my studio. I'm going to say, look, this is what I'm doing. Come fucking chat with me on my own man. So I will get him committed to a, an episode. I promise you this season. We have some politicians that we're talking to right now. I know it's and a I'm slow gonna start. Go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, we're we're looking forward to. We're in negotiations now to get uh, State Attorney Dave Ehrenberg on here. Good there friend of mine. There he is. Um, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna come on our podcast and uh, probably here within the next couple of weeks. Yep. Hope, hopefully, the next episode or so. And uh, plus, on top of that, I, anybody who wants to get a hold of us, uh, please email us. Uh, we, we'd love to chat with you, either that or throw your email in the garbage, one or the other. <laughs> Especially if you, know, and if you want to hey. chat with us, you want to you have an interview with us, so let us know what you do. Yeah, let us know. Uh, the email is NGFN. Oh, my God, that's never go full Nelson. Just the first letters. NGFN podcast at gmail.com. That's NGFN podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'd, we'd love to chat with you. Yeah, even if you want to email us something that says, God, Nick fucking sucks. I wish you would stop doing this. I'm not going to yeah. stop doing it, but I would yeah. love to and hear if we're doing like, if, if, we're, if you keep hearing something like that or something like that, just say, hey, <laughs> fucking stop it. <laughs> All right, man. It's All right, buddy. See you, Nick. Yep, right. I'm going to go ahead and push you, stop buddy. here. Hey, you're looking forward to doing Acoustic Alchemy, man. Yes. And also, also, uh, let me push stop here. My dad had a box of tools. If, if, we're, if you keep hearing something like that or something like that, just...